I pray that everybody had a good Thanksgiving. I know I did. I had a great time over there in Kentucky with my grandsons and uh, took them fishing a number of times and we just had a lot of fun together and hanging out and it was uh, just really awesome. Kentucky's a beautiful place and uh, if you ever get a chance to visit over there, I'd recommend it. It's, it's a beautiful place. But it's good to see you here this morning. Those of you that are braving the, the stuff going on in our, in our world today that come to gather together in the name of the Lord, amen. You know, I know a lot of people are staying home because of everything they hear on the newswire and um, that it's not safe to come together and, you know, wear a mask, you know, wash your hands, social distance, you know, do what you got to do, amen. But I know this, the word declares, don't forsake the gathering of yourselves together. So you want to wear your mask? I don't care. I got, my, I got two masks. I got one here and I got one there. I'm ready to go. You know? <laughs> I'm ready to pray for somebody today. Because <laughs> it, it just doesn't matter to me. You know, on the plane ride home, you know, they're like, hey, you got to sit on the plane. You got to have the mask over your nose, over your mouth. You know, it's like, okay, I did that, you know. And, and, and they said, unless you're eating. And so Delonda brought me, brought a bag of celery and I just sat and ate celery the whole time, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm eating, you know, <laughs> I can't wait to go to Africa. <laughs> yeah, we have one plane ride when we go to Africa, that's 19 hours. I don't know if I could eat celery that long, you know, that might get me, <laughs> but, uh, it was a uh, joy going, but always, uh, Great to be home, amen. There's no place like home, in the words of Dorothy. <laughs> but uh, we had a great Thanksgiving. It took my grandsons and we fished the Ohio River. They're like, Papa, you know, you can't eat anything out of the Ohio River. I said, yeah, but you can't keep anything under 35 inches either. So we catch a fish, we're going to be doing good. <laughs> so... Today I want to talk to you about a heart of thanksgiving. How many of you are thankful about something today? I'm thankful for you guys today. Amen. I'm thankful you're all here today. Amen. And we're going to read out of Psalms 95. I told you when I went back to Kentucky, I was going to get with my grandsons and I was going to pray with them in the spirit and everything. And they did the online prayer meetings with me. My, my grandson, Micah, he's 11. And, uh, I said, Mike, are you going to be with me on the prayer meeting tonight? He said, okay, Papa, how long? I said, one hour. He goes, who can pray for an hour? <laughs> I said, you can. <laughs> and he, stu he stuck with me. He did good, you know, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And I took him fishing, in, you know, because I believe that, you know, when, when Adam and Eve stumbled in the garden, and they gave up our dominion and authority. The devil gave it to the devil. But when Jesus was resurrected and he was walking along the Sea of Galilee and he, and he called out to the fishermen, he said, hey, have you caught any fish? And they said, no. He said, throw your net on the other side. And so what they did is they threw the net on the, the side of the boat that they don't normally fish. They did something different. And when they did that, they caught more fish than, than they could handle. And it was just a supernatural thing. Bobby, I, I, this is where I feel that Jesus restored our dominion, 
right there. He gave us authority over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea. Remember Genesis chapter one, verse 26, 27. So I believe that God has restored our dominion there. So I'm on the shore fishing with my grandsons and I'm explaining this to them. Dominion and authority. And they're like, really? They said, so what do we do? I said, tell that fish to get on your hook. So they're out there, fish, get on my hook in the name of Jesus. And then my Micah, my 11-year-old grandson, he goes, pray in tongues, Papa. <laughs> so I'm out there on the shoreline praying in tongues that day. Oh, it was so fun. We caught, uh, I think, uh, five or six bluegill and a nice 15, 16-inch bass. You know, we just had a good time and took them home and cleaned them and stuff. But, you know, passing it on, Scott, passing on that dominion and authority that we have in Christ Jesus. Now, we're just out there fishing and having fun, but we have to take opportunity to be able to pass down the word of the Lord. Amen. You have to look for those opportunities to share with the generations behind us. Otherwise, it's not going to continue. Otherwise, they're going to flounder and they're going to just um, not understand that they are powerful in Christ Jesus. Amen. And that's what I want my grandsons to know. I want them to know that in Christ, they have power. Amen. So Psalms 95, and I'm going to read... I don't know how long. So I did this on, I, I typed my notes on the plane last night or my PowerPoint. So it's a little choppy because PowerPoint on my iPad's not, not the best, but here we go. You ready? Psalms 95, one and two. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully with, to him with Psalms, with Psalms. For the Lord is the great God and the great King above all gods. In his hand there are the deep places of the earth. The heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it and his hands formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will, hear his voice. Do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion, as in the day of the trial in the wilderness. Let's pray. Father God, as we come into your word, Lord, I pray that, Lord, just a heart of rejoicing would fill us today. Hallelujah. Let, Lord, a spirit of praise be upon each one of us today, God. Because we know that, Lord, when we put on that garment of praise, the spirit of heaviness will be gone for us. And I pray right now all depression and heaviness get out of this house. Lord, we just clothe ourselves in praise. We praise you. Just lift your hands today and just say, I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. Come on. It's not that hard. He said, do it loud. I praise you, Lord. Glory to you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus. Glory to you, God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> This is how we need to learn to approach the Lord, amen, with thanksgiving in our heart. You come and, and you know, you got to find something to be thankful for. And sometimes you got to dig deep every day. It's not just a once a year thing. It's an everyday thing that you come to the Lord and you're thankful, amen. We need to open up our hearts every day to God and come with that thanksgiving to God. You know, I, I'm thankful we got home. I'm thankful that Galanda's here today. Last night she had food poisoning and she was up sick half the night. 
Lord woke her up this morning and bam, bam, there she is. So <laughs> I'm thankful, Delanda. <laughs> and we need, to, we need to be find something to be thankful for every day. Put on that garment of praise and praise God every day. People, listen, there is so much medication, so much um, stuff put into people every day because of depression, because of the heaviness on them. But the, the prescription that the word gives is to praise God. We've got to learn how to come before him with praise in our hearts, with thanksgiving in our words, amen, to let it explode before God. And I know that as you do that, you make that your, your application every day, that you praise God, that you thank the Lord every day. You will not be depressed. Amen. You will not be depressed. That heaviness will go. It won't be able to stick around, amen. But we, we can't be silence about what God is doing. Amen. We've got to open up our mouths and let it out. Let it flow what God is doing. The psalmist says, let us shout. Everybody shout. Amen. <laughs> My next line was, does anybody have any shouting them today? <laughs> you know, so are you going to rise up and be that voice of praise in the land? You know, because we know that right now, you know, the church is being coming against, you know, and uh, really being come against right now. And it's, it's who knows if it's going to get better or worse. But I do know this. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Amen. Amen. We have power. We have dominion. We have authority. Let's use it. Amen. We don't have to take what the enemy's doing. So but when you get into the book of Psalms, you know, there is so much advice to us on how to praise the Lord. And this chapter is filled with a lot of advice. It counsels us on how we need to come to the Lord with thanksgiving, amen? And it needs that consistency in our lives. You know, you don't just praise the Lord when things are good, amen? You gotta learn to praise the Lord when things are bad. You gotta learn to praise the Lord when, when you're not feeling like it. You've gotta learn to praise the Lord all the time. And you got to be consistent in it, amen? And the hardest part, like I said, is when you don't feel like it. You know, when your body's hurting, when somebody's hurt your feelings or somebody's coming against you, you had a rough day at work and, and, and it's hard to want to praise the Lord. It's hard to lift up your voice and, and create a shout, you know, and, and you know, some of you, you got that long drive home and you need to just shout all the way home for the glory of God. Amen. You need, you need to take advantage of that drive and let it fly. Amen. Just <laughs> let the praise go. Cause listen, nobody's in that car with you most of the time, unless you're carpool buddies. But then if you're carpool buddy, then your carpool buddy will learn how to praise the Lord too. I used to, when my son-in-law was our worship leader years ago, I said, you need to learn how to flow with the spirit of God. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, you need to learn how to worship God with songs you don't know. And he's like, yeah, okay. And I go, no, we're going to do it. And he's like, what do you mean we're going to do it? I said, well, I'm going to sing two lines and then you add to it. And he's like, really? Well, yeah, we're going to do this. So I, I sang two lines and he's looking at me like, you are crazy right now. And then I said, do it. Come on. And he, he's like, all right. And, and then he sang two lines and I sang two lines. And the more we did it, the more we flowed. And he just started flowing as a spirit. See, because it's easy to sing songs, you know, it's easy to sing songs that are on the wall up here. But what about the song that the Lord wants you to sing? 
What about the things that got, you got 150 psalms in here and they're songs. They're not meant to be read. They're meant to be sung. That's how they were, they were come about. 150 songs right there. Man, that'd be a long song, Psalms 119, wouldn't it? Woo, <laughs> you'd be going. <laughs> but that's what it is. It's their songs. And so, you know, you got to get it into your heart, the, the word of the Lord, so that you can begin to sing it so that when the worship leader says, just worship in the spirit right now, man, you got something in you to go. That you got a song on the on your the the tip of your tongue, Bobby. That it just flows out of you. are like, oh, I read a song the other day. Oh, and it ministered to me. And you just start going, and you just start singing, and you start letting it fly. See, I don't care what y'all think about my singing because I just want to praise the Lord, Amen. And just let it fall out of me. And so that's what I do. I make up songs. So I'm doing that with Greg back and forth. And and so then he taught the worship team to do that too because. When the worship leader says, let's just praise the Lord, you should have something in you. And you should sing it loud. Go back to the first slide, if you would. Sing it loud. Isn't that what he said? He said, oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Now, that may not be your character. I'm, I am quite loud. I know that. That's the way God made me. I've preached to thousands of people with a little speaker before, you know. And uh, I was in a movie house one time in the Philippines. And the guy said, we had to turn off the sound. You're so loud. <laughs> I was pumped up, man. <laughs> I was ready to go. But you, you, we have to, as the body of Christ, learn that in the midst of these trials and tribulations to praise the Lord. Don't get feed your spirit with doom and gloom and, and allow depression to get you. Amen. No matter what happens in this nation, no matter what happens in this world, no matter what the news wire um, comes at us with, we have to praise the Lord because otherwise we get depressed. Otherwise we get worried. Otherwise we get overwhelmed with worry. And, and so many people are worried today. Look at, there's a lot, look around. There's a lot of people not here today. Why? Well, they're either out of town or worried about what's happening. It's one or the other. But I praise God that you're here today. I praise God for all the visitors we have here today. I praise God that Lawrence here today. Amen. I praise God for Bobby, 71 years old, still banging out the drums for us. Amen. <laughs> I praise God that Liz could take the day off and go with her family and that Alyssa could fill in and do the worship for us today. Amen. It's good. God is good. And, and you have to, when you start thinking about what to be thankful for, we can be thankful of what Jesus did for me. He died for me, amen. He forgave me, Delano, all my sins. And I don't carry them. <laughs> I'm like, it's gone. I'm done. I'm done with that, amen. And that's what we need. We need to, to concentrate on what he's done instead of looking at what he's not done. Because see, so it's so easy to look at the negative. Just watch the news. It's so easy to focus on the negative today, to point out the negative this, negative that. You know, but if we, what we need to do is focus on what God has done. And so this passage is filled with encouragement to praise God. And I'm going to go through them. Eight of them. Eight of them. Not just five. Eight. <laughs> Count my fingers. All right. So number one. It says, hey, come let us sing unto the Lord. Sing unto the Lord. Everybody say, sing. sing. Delonda, come and sing. <laughs> no, come on, really, come. 
You don't have to sing. <laughs> now, one time I made Delonda mad on the way to church. And uh, I don't know if you guys have ever fought on the way to church. We have. Bobby laughed. <laughs> we used to fight because we were late a lot, you know, so, and I don't like being late. So go ahead, share with her what happened that day. We did. We fought all the way to church, and I just went to turn around and go home, but we were a one car family and with two kids in the back seat, so that wasn't going to happen. So I came in and I sat on the front row and I sat there like this. I was mad. And I sat there. We weren't the pastors back then, okay? Just so you know. This was a very long time ago. My kids were little. And I tell you, I sat there and I know everybody in the audience was standing, worshiping. And I know I got a few looks because I sat there and everybody knew I was mad. And it was like, I think maybe sometimes we get power from that. You know, we want people to know how we feel. And um, I was punishing Ron, so I thought, until I was sitting there and the Lord said, just like this, I still remember his voice. Don't think God can't talk to you with attitude. He said, what did I do? And I went, huh? He goes, why are you punishing me? I was like, oh, oh my gosh, Lord, I'm sorry. I did, I did, you know, you get caught up in your emotions and you don't realize what you're doing and you don't think about it. And I, I, I stood up immediately and I never did that again. I never punished God by how I felt. You never punish God. It's not God who did it. You shouldn't punish your husband either through humiliation. Amen. <laughs> But we do do that sometimes. We, we punish with our emotions, and we just want everybody to know how we feel. And that's empowerment, and that's control, and that's wrong. And so, yeah, I never did that again. Amen. Thank you, honey, for being, me have that mic, for being honest with us today. <laughs> so let us sing to the Lord. Now, like I said, you don't have to be loud like me. I am loud. I sing loud. I think the worship team hears me. I think I lead worship from here. <laughs> I'm loud. You don't have to sing loud, but it says, sing loud. Sing loud. Belt it out, man. And uh, let, let the Lord know. You're not singing for other people. You're singing for the Lord. Oh, but what if you don't like that song? Get over it. Just sing it. Sing it. Amen. And then number two, let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Sing with joy in your heart of who God is. Amen. Don't, you know, don't be downcast. Let the joy of the Lord rise up in you and sing with joy. Get excited, Eileen, about praising God. Amen. You know, the worship leader I listened to today said, if you want to dance, go ahead. We will let you. You're like, oh, no, 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 no. It's okay to dance before the Lord. David danced before the Lord and many people since David have danced before the Lord. Many people have let their hearts come with such joy before the Lord that they just let it flow out of them. See, let joy, listen, the joy of the Lord is your strength, right? 
So you come with joy, a joyful noise, the strength of the Lord in you, flowing out of you, amen. And, and that's how you're to approach the Lord. Now, what does the enemy come at you for? He comes at you to take your joy. He wants to rob you of your joy because he knows that if he can steal your joy, Bobby, you won't make a joyful noise. And then you'll become weak because if the joy of the Lord is your strength and the enemy robs you of your weakness, then you're not going to be strong. You're going to be weak. You're going to be anemic. And you know how when, when, you're, when you're in anemia, when you're, when you're low in that iron and everything and, and you feel weak and you feel tired all the time. And you know what? You just need to get an iron infusion, which is you need to get a word infusion. You need to get a Lord, a spirit infusion. Amen. You need to get with God. And that comes from making a joyful noise unto the Lord. Amen. When you make that joyful noise unto the Lord, it changes the atmosphere of where you're at. It changes how you feel about everything. I know that was, you know, Greg being our worship leader for seven years and just being there with him this week, we put on music, man, and we just sang and sang and sang and sang. It was so fun in the car. Oh my gosh. We took a drive up to Indiana and we just sang our hearts out, man. It was, I was praying in tongues, you know, I just, I was just going, I was just having a great time and make that joyful noise. It changes the atmosphere. And some of you need an atmospheric change. Some of you need that in your home, in your workplace. You need, that, you need that change. Put on a garment of praise, amen. And then number three, let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Now, um, I want Roberta to come. I had to think for a minute, Roberta. I want you, Roberta, to come to, to share today what you're thankful about. I'll even wipe this thing off. First of all, I'm thankful that I'm here today. Amen. And I'm healthy, and my husband's here, and that's every day. I praise the Lord for that. But I really, really have something that I wanted. I felt like I should share with you, especially after the first song where it says, "Nothing is impossible." Believe me, I know nothing is impossible. I have a daughter that had not, has not spoken to David or I in over five years. And it kills me. If you that know me know I love kids. I love family. We do a lot to interact with the different people in the church because we just love family. And my daughter hadn't spoken to us in five years. And we don't know why. We never have known why. And I've tried to talk to her. She won't. I've, she just would not respond, would never speak to us. And they moved to Wyoming. And so it's, it's broken my heart. And every night I go to bed, every night I go to bed and I say, Lord, heal my family. Heal my family. It just kills you if you've ever had that situation. I know Pastor Ron Delanda they had that problem for five, eight years. Eight years. Eight years. And the Lord healed their family. And I pray, Lord, heal my family. We went away to the river. We got away. We we're told not to, but we're told not to come to church either. And we're <laughs> we went away to the river for the weekend for Thanksgiving. And we just came home yesterday. But my granddaughter, that's the child of my daughter that hasn't spoken to us, 
She had told us before we left, she said, you know, my mom and dad are coming over Thanksgiving. And she says, I think my mom wants to see you. And I said, really? And she said, well, are you going to be here? And I said, we're going to go to the river. And they were supposed to go back to Wyoming, I guess, one day last week after Thanksgiving. But we'd already made arrangements with our other daughter to be at the river for Thanksgiving. How do you tell your other daughter you're not going to fulfill our obligation to what we were going to do family-wise to come home to the prodigal daughter that hadn't spoken to either of any of us for five years? So I told Jordan, I said, we'll be home Saturday. So last evening, Jordan texted me and she said, Mom still wants to see you. She says, is there any chance we can come over and see you tomorrow, meaning today? And I said, sure, of course. So we're going to meet with them today. But now let me tell you what the devil is doing to me. And he's working. Now the resentment of me, of human reaction, is setting in. Night after night after night, I prayed, Father, heal my family. Now I have to pray, Father, heal my resentment. When David and I have gone through the illnesses that we've gone through the last five years, where it's been touch and go for David and everything, and I could have used a little bit of more support, and it wasn't there, and now it's, now I'm resenting the fact that she wants to come and talk to me. You have to pray for us, because I know that this is what the Lord's doing in our family, and the devil is trying to keep that there. So I pray. Heal my family. Heal my resentment. Amen. Keep us in prayer today. I want to pray for you right now. Now, I, I'm just going to tell you, Roberta, when my daughter called me after eight years and said she wanted to have a relationship again, I had to let everything go. I never asked her. I never talked about it. I just let it go. So, Father, we just lift up Dave and Roberta to you today, God. And we pray, Father God, out of a heart of thanksgiving, God. Yeah. That, Lord, that you set her free today in the name of Jesus from resentment. That, Lord, that you come into that area of her heart right now and you bring healing to her today in the name of Jesus. Lord, out of the, her own confession today, God. Lord, you said confess your faults one to another and be healed. So, Father, I believe that right now that you're healing. <laughs> You're healing my sister's heart today in the name of Jesus. That Lord, hey, that today will be a great day no matter what the outcome is, God. But Lord, we believe for restoration, Father God. And Lord, for a total restoration of the family, her heart's cry for the last five years. And Lord, that today she's letting go of the things which are behind and she's pressing toward the high calling of God that's on her life. And so, Lord, we thank you for that today, and we give you praise, Father, in Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. You know, it's, it's easy to pray for things, but when they come to pass, and what you've been asking for, then there's other issues we have to overcome, Amen. But if you, you want to say something, honey, look, you're ready to jump. <laughs> when my daughter and I first talked, it was through texting. And my, 
my mother-in-law, Ron's mom, had just passed away. And so I was in her house trying to clean it up. And I didn't know what to say to her. And the Lord told me, focus on what I'm doing, not what the enemy has done. And so that's what I texted her. I said, let's focus on what God is doing right now. And let's not rehash what the enemy did. And she texts back, yes, that's what I want. To this day, I've never asked. I knew that the enemy had to separate us so that he could have his way with her, which he did not. But eight years was stolen. And God is the redeeming. He is our redeemer. Amen. So, Roberta, focus on what the Lord is doing, not what the enemy did. Because he is our redeemer. Amen. Amen. You can take that with you. Is it easy? No. If it was easy, everybody would do it. There's just a part of you that you got to let go. And um, it takes us into number four, which let us make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. How many of you like the book of Psalms? How many of you read it? I read it all the time. Man, I... Every prayer meeting, I start praying the Psalms. I just open up. I don't care which Psalm I open up to. I just open up to the book of Psalms and I start praying the one in front of me. No matter what it is, I, I can pray that thing and I can just get it. And so you need to, you need to learn the Psalms. You need to get them in you. I, I would recommend 145 to 150 because they're all about praise. They're about how to praise the God, how to praise God. Amen. How to really just let it flow. And as you get them in your heart, then when the worship leader says, praise the Lord, then you go, oh, anybody want to just do it? What's your favorite Psalm? 91. Oh yeah. Amen. I've been praying that a lot lately. Anybody else? You guys are all quiet. <laughs> You're afraid. I'm not going to pick on you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to make you sing it. <laughs> I know that's what you're all thinking. I'm the only one crazy enough to do that, I think. So, <laughs> but I'm not going to sing it. But Psalms 150, praise the Lord. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the lute and the harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. See, praise him with dance. There you go. I mean, there's so much here. Praise him with stringed instruments, Isaiah and Lauren. Praise God for the stringed instruments, amen, with the flutes. Praise him with the loud cymbals, Bob. And then praise him with the clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord, praise the Lord, amen. And, and you know, you start getting those into your heart. You start professing them and you reading them and you're calling them out today. And because when you're alone, you're like, praise the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. So you can just start singing it, Lord, on your own because ain't nobody listening. <laughs> you know? And you can just let it flow, Bobby. It can just flow right out of you, amen? And you can just start singing. And then pretty soon you'll be like, yeah, man, when that lady says praise the Lord, I got a song. And you start singing and you start letting it flow. And it doesn't matter who's around you because everybody's got their own song. Amen. And I just want to encourage you, get the song of the Lord so that you can make a joyful noise to him. Amen. Amen. With Psalms, get into them in Psalms. Let's see this one right here. 
Ooh, Psalms 80. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who dwell between the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Stir up your strength and come and save us. Come and save us, God. Come and save us, Lord. Come and save us. Restore us, O God. Cause your face to shine and we shall be saved. Ooh, that's, that's verse three. Yeah. See, just get it in you. And, and you know, who cares? You're, you're alone, you're in the car, you got that playing, the Psalms, you, you got them in your, on your phone, in your Bible, and you're just letting them pray. And you make that joyful noise and your heart's just filled with joy. And then number five, it says, come let us worship. Come let us worship. You know what worship means? It means to, to bow down. It means to get on your face. It means to prostrate yourself before the Lord, to lay on the floor. When was the last time you laid on the floor to worship the Lord. I know you were doing that last week, Mindy, because you're back. <laughs> but when, think about it. When, when, when have you just come and just laid down before the Lord at the altar? I remember one time, this was years ago, I was, I was sitting, like the whole sanctuary was different back then, but I was sitting about right here. The Spirit of God fell on me and, and he said, I mean, and he's just speaking to me and I'm sobbing so hard. And the Lord said, now I want you to go lay at the altar. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, because that wasn't something that, you know, people were doing at that time. I'm like, Really? He says, if you believe what I'm telling you, I want you to go lay on the altar. I'm like, oh. And, and I mean, I was crying so hard. I, I just, I thought, Margaret, I, I don't know. And he's like, this will seal the deal, Scott. And I mean, this is, he wanted me to just go lay at the altar. And I'm like, so I, I, I went and I laid at the altar. And, and I laid right here on the floor. And the, the presence of God hit me so hard that I could not get up and walk back to my seat. I had to crawl. Because when I was obedient to the Lord and I just came and I laid myself, I prostrated myself before him, just laid down in his presence, um, it was overwhelming. See, because Bobby, what the Lord tells me is like, you know, you know, get down on your knees. That's not a big deal, you know. So get down on my knees, you know. It hurts a little, you know. And I, and I love to worship the Lord and, and sing to the Lord. And then, then he tells me this. He says, come closer. You know, so I, I go down. And, and then he says, come closer. Okay, Lord, this is as close as I can get. <laughs> it's not a bad place to be. To humble yourself. And come before the Lord and worship him. Now, I know there's people in this room right now today that would not do that no matter what. But I would encourage you to do it. I would encourage you to humble yourself and lay before the Lord. Listen, you don't have to do it here. Do it at home. Put on worship music at home and just lay down right before the Lord. Amen? And let it flow. Come let us worship the Lord. 
Let your heart be filled with love for our creator, our provider, our healer, our peace, our protector. Amen. Let it just flow. Let your heart be filled with the love of God that you would humble yourself before it. Amen. Now this young lady received prophetic word that she's going to the nations and she's got to learn how to worship because man, I know I've been in I've been in places where, you know, I've been in places where I don't speak the language, so they just take me and they put me in a room. They said, okay, when we're done worshiping, you come in. And I'm like, "Um, I can't do that. You know, and they know I don't understand the language, and they're not going to sing in English, but I go in there and I make stuff up. I just do it to the tune of whatever they're singing. I mean, whether it's Chinese or it's Urdu or, you know, these different languages. I go, you know, China, Pakistan, Egypt, India, whatever, you know, Peru. I do know some Spanish. You just have to learn to flow. You just have to learn to worship the Lord. And then in number six, let us bow down. Let us bow down. Don't be afraid to bow down before the Lord. Amen. Don't, don't. Don't ever let get so haughty that you can't bow before the Lord. Now, he's not asking you to bow down to men. He's not asking you to go and kiss some king's ring. He's asking you to bow down before him, before the creator, amen, before the one that brought you into this world. Humble yourself and get down before him. And and then number seven, it's very simple. I'm just reading to you scriptures. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Let us kneel. Let us humble ourselves and kneel before him, amen? Don't um, let pride get in your way. And, I, and I, I've heard this a lot. I can't kneel. Now, I know Andy probably can't kneel because he does have that real bad knee right there. <laughs> but I do know this, man, that when you do it, something happens. When we humble ourselves before God, amen? Why don't we do that right now? I'm not done yet, but why don't we do that right now? Why don't we just humble ourselves and kneel before the Lord? Just go ahead and slide out of that chair. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you and we humble ourselves before you, God. Lord, we're here with the heart of thanksgiving because we love you, Lord, but Lord, because you first loved us. And Father, as we're here today, humbling ourselves before you, I ask that you just touch every person here right now, God. That by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you would come and you would minister to every person here. You said in your word, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, then you would hear from heaven and you'd heal our land. We pray that today, God, as we humble ourselves before you. That, Lord, there'd be a great turning away from the things of this world in our hearts and in our minds, God. We'd just turn away from the world, God. What the world has to offer, we'd let it go. We'd put it behind us today in the name of Jesus. And we look forward to what you have for us, Jesus. Lord, that we'd be totally surrendered to who you are. 
And Father God, that your love would fill our hearts and our minds today, God. That our words would be changed and renewed, Father God. That our hearts would be transformed by the hearing of your word today. That Lord, that we would humble ourselves before you on a regular basis, God. We'd not be afraid. We'd not be ashamed, God. Lord, I pray you cover each one of us right now under the mighty hand of God. That, Lord, that your protection be upon every person right here, right now, God. And, Lord, even as my brother Andy has to have surgery on that knee, God, I pray, Lord, that you cover him today and you protect him and you heal him in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, that you do a supernatural work in Andy's leg today, God. That pain would go and, and, and the stuff that needs to be there could grow back, God. Let it grow back, God, on his knee. Father, you're our restorer, you're our redeemer, God. I pray that you redeem our land, God. Forgive us for all the sins that we've allowed into our land, God. Lord, for the things that we may have even committed, Father. Just forgive us today, God. Let your spirit just have its way in the land, Father. Let your spirit just flow over the land today, God. Lord, I'm reminded of Genesis 1-2, the Spirit hovered over the waters. Holy Spirit, hover over us today. Move in us today, move through us today. I pray for a garment of praise that all depression and heaviness be broken and loosed off of people today. Lord, that it be supernatural what happens in each one of us today. God, from being in your presence, for humbling ourselves, for kneeling down before the Lord God, our Maker. Hallelujah, the creator of heaven and earth, the creator of all people. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, for creating us. We thank you, Lord, for this day. Lord, we thank you and we praise you, Father God, for your mighty love for us, God. That, Lord, that you're here, Lord, and that you hear the cry of our hearts today, God. And Lord, you know what we have need of today, Lord. You know what every person needs today, God. And I pray, number eight today, God, that we would hear your voice and we would not harden our heart before you, God. That we would hear your voice and we'd not let our hearts get hard before you, Father. Lord, I pray that our heart would be just so soft like clay, God, that we could take it all in, God. We could take it all in your heart, Lord, that you just fill us, God, and we be, have a heart of flesh. And even as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, God, that you take every stone out of our heart, Lord, and we have that soft, tender heart, and we have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying. Oh, come let us worship and bow down. Oh, we praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We glorify you, God. Oh, Shabbat
worship you, Lord. with the Lord the way you know you're called to. And you just need to make a commitment today to Jesus. Since you just raise your hand and wave at me today. Okay, amen. Amen. Anybody else want to make that commitment to Jesus? Go all in. Yeah, hallelujah. Praise your Father. Father, we just thank you and we praise you for this young lady, God. I pray that, Lord, that you just strengthen her today, that, Lord, as she surrenders to you, Lord, Lord, as she lifts up her hands and she worships you, Lord, that you just fill her today, that you wash her and cleanse her from, Lord, the junk of the world, and, Father God, that you fill her with your spirit, and that today her name is written in the Lamb's book of life, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And Father, I do pray, Lord, for every person here as they go their way today, that you cover them, you keep them, and you bless them indeed. Lord, that your hand be upon them, and Lord, as their protector and healer, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. You can be seated for just a minute. I got a few announcements I got to make for you. Oh, Monday, Monday night, we got men's meeting at seven, online on Zoom. We have overcoming anxiety and depression on Zoom on Monday night, Tuesday night, live at five, Delonda and I. We're still talking about prophecy. Seven o'clock prayer meeting. Then Wednesday night, we'll be back talking about, um, what was it? The sevens of Revelation. As we're going through the uh, book of Revelation, all the sevens in there on Wednesday night, Friday night. Um, we will not have prayer this Friday night because of the women's meeting. The women have their um, ornament exchange out at the fellowship hall at 6.30, right? So ladies, Delana's gonna go out there and uh, you can come and, and uh, She'll get the stuff. If you haven't paid, we need you to pay today so we can get all the food and everything for that. It's going to be a great time for you ladies. You can go ahead and go, hunt. 
And then um, the blood drive is December 8th. They sent me an email. They said, hey, you need to get people to sign up. Sign up. <laughs> if you can give blood, give blood. Listen, if you don't know how to go online to redcross.com, call the office and I'll sign you up on there. You just tell me a time and we'll do it, okay? So um, that blood drive is December 8th from 10 to 4 p.m. And uh, give blood if you can. I, I can't because I go to Africa. They don't want my blood. But um, I know they want yours. <laughs> so um, I, I think that's it. Oh, no, wait. Tomorrow, uh, if I can get a couple of guys right after the service, Delonda, uh, Kathy, Delonda's going to need your help. I know that. Because uh, Delonda wants me to bring down all the, uh, oh, yeah, December 5th, uh, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Child Sex Trafficking Rally will be right out here. And uh, what a powerful sign. What if it was me? We can fight. Kids, we just fight. Amen. So we got lifted youth every Wednesday. So there's a lot going on. Um, but I need a few guys. We got to bring down some Christmas decorations because she wants to put up the tree and put up wreaths and everything. And so if I could get a few guys that can do stairs um, right after the service here, that'd be great. I love you. May God bless you and keep you. His face shine upon you, and you have a great week. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day.